Greetings, this is Brother Leroy with Carousel of Covenant Ministry, and I want to thank you for taking the taking an opportunity to listen to share your time with us. I know you're busy, uh, like we all are, and but I want to ask you to bless us, uh, be a real blessing to us by clicking that subscribe button, that notification button, and that like button, and any other by means in which the medium by which you are seeing or hearing us. It makes a difference. Let them let them people know that and also share share this with your your friends. Actually, if you have some enemies, share it with your enemies. And if they get a hold of the word of God, they will become your friend because they'll be eternally, eternally thankful for you for sharing with them the truth of the word of God. And then I want to give special thanks to my partners and friends and loved ones who support carries of the covenant ministries through their prayers, their love offerings and their love let's pray father i thank you for your word in jesus name uh we've been talking title our message is faith for prosperity uh and our foundational truth is as a born again believer we are redeemed from the curse of the law and are heirs to abraham's blessings and god's promise of prosperity uh i i'd like, I'd like to share this with you because it's so it's so important Proverbs 23, 7 says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. I want to say that again. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And I, 3 John 2 is one of my favorite scriptures. Third John, all the scriptures are my favorites, but some, of them, some, of them are, some are my more favorites than others. But 3 John 2 says, beloved. I wish or pray above all things that you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospering. So this scripture is saying, telling us above all things, we should renew our mind with the word of God. And in renewing our mind or our soul, we will prosper spirit, soul and body there. You know, over the years, I remember years ago, I had opportunity uh, to have close association with some of the leaders of of the full gospel businessmen, and especially uh, the regional director uh, of, the, of Central United States. And in going around, having the opportunity at different dinners and different functions, I got to talk to, to people who were the CEOs. They, they were the head individuals over uh, different companies. And, and, and even though these men from the outside uh, had money, position, fame, notoriety, when I was talking to mo actually most of them, they either had been or they were bound in some way. They had money, but they were they had marital problems. They had physical problems. They had, in other words, they had they had one thing right in their lives. I mean, I can still see some of them's faces. I'm going as we said that it's crime because they had these different situations. And I. Over the years in working with people, I've worked with, I've been in some of the biggest homes. Uh, and when you talk, you know, people, when you look from the outside, you saw the, the different, you know, the expensive cars, the, the big houses. And but yet, in the titles, but when you talk to them personally, some of them, I'll never forget this, this one lady. Uh, it, was, it was close to Christmas and we worked with her. She had this great big mansion. And we went in her house and it was like being in a department store. I mean, she had all these big Christmas trees and she had trains and she, she just had, air, I mean, it was just, it was just like a, a big uh, layout at Dillard's or Famous or, or, or Nordstrom's Christmas uh, decoration. But yet, her husband 
stayed in the room and stayed in his room all the time and went talking. And she was just, I mean, she almost grabbed us. But she just wanted us to sh see what she had done with her own hands and to spend time with her because she was lonely. I remember a case uh, uh, of a couple. They were wealthy and they never went any place together because the, the, they, they had all their money. The husband didn't believe in in believing banks, so all they kept all their money in a safe in the house. So what happened was his the wife would go out to dinner, or lunch or whatever, and come. And then the husband would go out, or the husband would go out for lunch or dinner and come back. But they never left that house because of they were guarding so afraid someone was going to take their money. And I'll never forget it was it was so sad. I mean the husband when he passed. And you, we would say when he passed, his body hadn't even got cold. And the wife said, tear down the house, put the money in the bank. I'm going to enjoy myself. Well, see, they, I'll say this. You can be alive but dead. And actually, if you are not born again, if you have not received Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you are spiritually dead. But once you ask Jesus Christ to come in your life, be it you say, God, save me. Jesus, make, I, I, you die for my sin. Are you prayer, even a long prayer? God in heaven, I ask you in the name of Jesus to save me. I believe Jesus died for my sins, and I thank you. I believe Jesus is my Savior. Now, you saved. It's, it's, it's so simple that the enemy has made being born again complicated. But also, being having all that God wants us to have, prospering spirit, soul, and body, is so easy to the the enemy, the, it's Satan, the kingdom of God, has caused much confusion. And I know there are people who are working at trying to get saved. And I've met people who are working at trying to stay saved. But remember, we read you in Ephesians 2.8. By grace you are saved through faith and not of yourself, not of works, least any man should boast. And, and, and because of religion and because it's, so, it's, it's promoted so, many people... Uh, they just can't see it being saved and being a child of God and living. I, I know it's kind of like when I first got born again, there's some people, it's like their born again experience is like walking a tightrope. They're afraid at any moment they might do something, displease God, and they lose their salvation. But I want to read the definition of what prosperity is. The definition, some, actually these are just a few of the, pro, few of the script, few of the definition of what the words prosperity and rich means. Uh, one of uh, the noun of prosperity, it means advance or gain in any good thing or desirable, successful, progressive in any business or enterprise, success, attainment of the object desired. Uh, do you know, uh, over my life, I, I, when I found this scripture out, my life started start changing. Now, uh, many people... In all of the word of God, there are safeguards. In other words, you just can't break spiritual laws. But the Bible tells me that whatever I put my hands to, I can prosper. Now, that doesn't mean I could go out and be a pimp or be a thief or be a swindler or, 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 or a forger or, you know, anything like that. You, you know, it, I couldn't go out and be a prosperous gambler. That would be a, of the devil. So it's not that I can just go out and do anything. Oh, like the scriptures, we, we, we mentioned Mark eleven twenty three, 23, how we can speak to the mountain and how we, we share with you the, 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 word, the, 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 the spiritual principle of words that 
Or you just can't go out and do anything. So in other words, I just can't go out and start saying, I'm going to win the lottery, I'm going to win the lottery, I'm going to win the lottery, and win the lottery, and that be from God. No, because that is a form of gambling, and I'm not coming against, I'm, I'm not, but, but the thing about gambling is, see what the word says about chance. You know, many, many times, just any and every little thing is, is preached against, but it's not preached against from the way the word of God speaks it. Uh, the word of God is your compass or GPS. The word of God will lead, always lead, lead you to a prosperous life. Now, the word rich, it's interesting. The word rich is an adjective, uh, which means it has motion. It's something that's active. Wealth, opulent, possessing a large portion of land, goods or money, or a, I like this, larger portion than is common to other men or to men of like, like L-I-K-E, rank, R-A-N-K. So as a believer, whatever you, this good is in the line of, of the word of God and life of God, the kingdom of God, you are to prosper. If you have a garden and your neighbor has a garden and you plant the same seeds and are right across from each other, you're See, your garden should be bigger than your neighbor's garden. If you are a farmer, uh, I, I know one man, uh, man in the institution, I, I, used to, I used to always call him, we, we kind of had this thing going between us. He was my cow man. He raised cows. And I started sharing with him how his cows were supposed to be healthier than other cows. When his neighbor's cows got hoof and mouth on either side, his cows were not supposed to get hoof and mouth. And hoof and mouth is, is a disease uh, that animals have, in case you don't know it. Uh, but <clears throat> And I like this, uh, uh, this statement. It is God's will for his children to prosper. And when I say prosper, I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about your family is supposed to prosper. You're supposed to prosper on your job, your business. Everything that you put your hand to is supposed to prosper. I, I'll give you another example. Think about this. Uh, Lot went with Abraham and Lot went alone. And Lot prospered because of his association with, with prosperity. Companies don't know this, but companies would prosper if they were to hire and, not, and, and treat right spirit-filled, tongue-talking believers because the scripture says those that bless Abraham will be blessed and those that curse Abraham will be cursed. So uh, I, I remember I sold some insurance one time and uh, I tried to get the man out uh, and I was being trained and I tried to get him to not call me that and realize why he was being successful. But I, he, uh, he had, I came along and, and, and he had, a uh, best way to say, he had a long string of successful sales. And so, but he kept calling me his lucky charm. And I kept trying to tell him, no, it's not luck. It's because that, uh, that I'm, you're with me. You treated me right. You took me under your arm. So God is going to bless you. But see, he kept calling me his lucky charm. And what happened is finally, uh, and actually he was just so downhearted. Uh, he just kind of kicked me to the side when one of the biggest sales he was expecting didn't go through. But see, he was blessing me. He blessed me. So therefore, God wanted to bless him. But see, I couldn't get him to give God the recognition that he was being blessed because he was blessing me. It wasn't that I was a lucky charm. Um, 3 John 3 and 2. I'm going to read that again. 
from a dear friend. I pray that you are prospering in every way and are in good health, just as your whole life is going well. So, see, you know, I, I know I have a, 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 I know I'm acquainted with this person. And when I see them, they're, they're, they always, I mean, I won't say they always say, but it's continually coming out of their mouth. If it's not one bad thing happening, it's another. If it's not one bad thing, it's another. Then, and some share this with you. The Bible does say that the enemy will come against us. But as I was sharing with someone earlier, they were saying that how people were going through. Well, many people, they are, you know, I, we all go, th go through something. But many people just that scripture says we go through the valley of shadow of death, but they just don't go through the valley of shadow of death. They go and they take up and, and uh, a residence in the valley of shadow, shadow of death. Why do I say they take up a residence? Because they let, they having everybody pray with them oh you know this is happening to me and then they'll go to somewhere else oh this is happening to me then they'll call the preachers on the radio and tell the preacher this is going i'm going through this and then they'll call the preacher uh or the apostle on 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 television so i mean then they'll email you know, i mean just every, letting everybody know the same thing well see the scripture says we speak to the mountain and uh, uh, we pray and we believe because we prayed or we spoke that is the end of it but see, when you just continue to talk about it, continue to talk about it, you are, in essence, you're re repeating uh, the challenge and not speaking the answer. That is one of the hardest things to get people to do is to, to speak the answer or the end result. No, you know, it's not, remember from Numbers, it's not denying what goes on. No, I'm about to go past my scripture. It's not denying what you are facing. It's denying what you're facing, having the last say. This is this is one of my favorite scriptures, and I don't apologize. I have favorite scriptures because, as I've shared before, I was told by different people in the church and outside the church, I was cursed. And even though I didn't know what curse meant, especially before I got saved, all I could associate with cursing was like when someone calls you a bunch of uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Look at Galatians 3.13. Christ, the anointed one, has redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us because it is written, curse is everyone who's hung on the tree. So just in this one verse here, you can see that you were redeemed from being cursed. So in other words, uh, whatever I, I like to say this, whatever you don't want, this verse here and 14 verse, text says, I, that I'm no longer what I don't want to be. The, pur the purpose was that the blessing of Abraham would come to the Gentiles by Christ Jesus so that we could receive the promised spirit through faith. We're out of time. And so until next, we're going to pick up, pick up here until next time. Start saying it, that you are blessed, not cursed. And you are blessed right now, no matter what your circumstances. And never forget Jesus loves you, Brother Leroy loves you, and God has a good end for you and yours of nothing but increase.